Sorry, um, I, I've been taking uh, sign language classes. Have you, Clutterbuck? That's nice. Yes, Jim, I've been learning Auslan, the language of the deaf community of Australia. I know a little Auslan. Yeah, Wilmer and I met while doing mandatory community service at a support centre for the deaf. We were court-ordered to learn some sign language, although I don't really remember much. What did you... What, what did you have to do community service for? Uh, Jim for blowing a guy in public and me for masturbating in public. Were you, were, were you masturbating to the fact that Jim was blowing a guy? I'd, um, I'd rather not get into it. Anyway, Clutterbuck, show us what you've learned. Okay, well, today I, I learned this. Very polite, Clutterbuck. Very good. And this. No need to be risque. And, um, let me see if I get this right. This. Clutterbuck, that's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. What a sentiment, Clutterbuck. Do you, do you really feel that way about us? I'm almost ready to marry you. It's a poem by Pierre de Ronsard. Just beautiful. Well, I have another lesson today. I'm going to have to get to that. Have fun, Clutterbuck. Yeah, have fun. So, um... So... Just you and I, alone, in the house... Yep. So, uh... <clears throat> want to blow somebody? I wonder what the DM's doing. Well, DM, that was a lovely film. I do enjoy cuddling up with you in bed and watching films on your laptop. Yes, GF, it's nice, isn't it? We had some chocolate and some wine. It was good. What shall we do now? I don't know. I'm up for anything. Walk, go to the pub, could feed seagulls. Uh, we could have some anal. Oh, well. You know my bumhole is always open for your bidding, DM. <clears throat> yes, okay, why not? You can turn over now. Oh. oh, that was lovely. Just wait a minute, wait a minute. The condom is still kind of stuck in your bum hole. Just let me pull that out. Hmm. Uh. <clears throat> oh, DM, you look rather um. You look rather shamefaced. What's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. I just... Uh... No, what's wrong? You can tell me. We're boyfriend and girlfriend. No, no, I just... Mm, I, uh, I just feel a little... Uh... What? We're a, a bit off. Off? Why? In what way? A little, uh, I don't know, guilty, I suppose. Oh, but DM, you, you wanted anal, didn't you? I could see your eyes burning with that desire for my posterior. Well, yes. At the time, when my blood was up. Well, so what's the problem? Well, afterwards, when I've come in your bumhole and all that urge is flushed out of me and suddenly I return to myself again and then there I am, my suddenly shrinking cock still lodged in your sphincter, locked in a bag of my own incriminating fluids. What? Well, I, I, I suddenly look at the back of your head... I look down at my cock wedged there between your cheeks. There's that kind of musty smell mixed with the lube. Oh, don't be ashamed, DM. Wanting anal is natural, and that was lovely. Was that was that really was that really lovely for you? Of course.
course. Tell the truth now. Well, to be perfectly honest, it was a little bit uncomfortable, then slightly painful. But it's lovely that we can share a special moment together, and seeing you happy makes me happy because I love you. I don't even know which parts of me I'm supposed to disinfect now to stop getting hepatitis, and that smell never goes away no matter what you do. Oh, DM, you're a man and I'm a lady. It's natural that we should want to have sex. Yes, but up the bumhole. If if that's how we feel, then like on with the sperm of of the moment, being wild and crazy. The sperm of the moment. Well. <clears throat> Uh, English lessons. I guess Scots, Gaelic, maybe. Anyway, you know, I suppose, I suppose monkeys do it all the time. But monkeys probably do it by accident. Who can tell? And wait a minute, what am I doing looking to monkeys for moral guidance? Oh, DM, there, there. Come lay, lay your head against my breast. Uh, hang on, wait, no, th- not that position. That's a little uncomfortable for- it's a little uncomfortable for me to be sitting down right now. The worst thing is that it all seems so disgusting for me now. I know that in a couple of hours that puckered little balloon tie of yours is going to look just as appealing to me. Well, we could have regular instead. Normal missionary. Missionary's boring. As I get older, I crave excitement. Doggy style? And see your butthole winking at me like the wicked little temptress she is? No, that won't solve anything. Well... I'm not sure how to calm you down, DM. We're consenting adults and we're not hurting anybody. So we should be allowed to do what we like. There must be something you can say to make me feel better. Well, there is an old poem from the old country that helps at times like these. Fair, far, ye honest, sonsy face, great chieftain, o' puddin' race, abone them aye ye talk ye place, pint, tripe, or thern. Weel are ye wordy o' grace, as langs my arm. The groaning trencher there ye feel, your herd is like dis- like a distant hill, your pinwad help to mend a mill in time o' need, while throw ye prose, the dews distill like amber's bead. This knife see rustic. What, 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 what poem is that? Uh, it's addressed to a haggis by Rabbi Burns. We recite it on Burns's night. Oh. We recite it when when, when the cavus, haggis comes out and it's put on the table. Hmm. I see. Hmm. 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 Jenga! Do you say Jenga when you win? Oh, which game is it where you say Jenga? Yahtzee. Did you say Jenga and Yahtzee? Guys! What is it, Clutterbuck? Why do you look so flustered? Oh, God, guys, the police arrested me. I just got out on bail. There's been a terrible misunderstanding. What have you been accused of? Sexually assaulting a deaf girl. This is Lance Vegas, and I hate the role-playing hour because they mostly come out at night. Mostly. What? Clutterbuck, why did they think you sexually assaulted a deaf girl? Well, you see, it all, ha- it all has to do with how you say yes and no in Auslan sign language. And? And signing yes is suspiciously similar to, to, to the action one might do while attempting to claw out an eyes of an attacking rapist. You mean you attempted to hump her and she tried to claw your eyes out? Exactly! And in sign language that means yes. Wait, sign yes for me again? I've forgotten. Wow, that 
actually look surprisingly like attempting to claw the eyes out of a rapist. They should really have caught that one early on. I'm a little rusty on my Auslan as well. Can you show me the sign for no again, Clutterbuck? Oh, it's, uh, this. But that's the international hand gesture for licking vagina. Yes, the first and index finger touching at the top, an ellipse opening underneath, tongue waggling through the opening. That is the international hand gesture for licking a vagina, exactly. What was the person who invented Auslan thinking? Perhaps they wanted to symbolically demonstrate how the tongue feels the mouth forcefully when one says no and blocks off all attempts at ingress. Wait, so let me try. No. Yes. Man, I can see how that would be confusing. So I asked this young deaf lady if she would like to have sexual intercourse and she started making as if to tear out my eyes. And so naturally I ripped down her jeans and her panty and stuck my virile member in her. While she continued to try and claw your eyes out? Uh, I just thought she was enjoying it and getting excited, you know. Yes, yes, yes. How do you say I'm coming in sign? Um, you rub your fists against the outer edges of your eyes. Like this. But, but that's the international hand gesture for crying. I know, it's really confusing. So, did you sexually assault her or not? Was it consensual sex? I don't know. She's pressed charges... I didn't know how I was raping her. If I did, I would have given her my phone number afterwards. Well, so, so what happens now? Well, I'm hoping to try mediation. What happens if you get convicted? I go to jail for 15 years, and I hope no one in there is deaf. I'll accidentally be saying yes to all the guys in the showers. Hey guys, what's going on? Just talking about all the symbols to be found in Auslan. Oh, I hate that Narnia stuff. So much Christian allegory. No, Auslan. It's Australian Sign Language. Clutterbuck got in trouble with a deaf person. But whatever you do, DM, don't use this as fodder for your radio show this week. You might offend any deaf people listening. You look glum yourself, DM. What's up? Oh, it's just anal sex. I mean, it's fun at the time, but I feel so guilty afterwards. Do any of you have any advice that might perhaps help me? Yes, I have some advice. Um, anal sex is awesome. Oh, this... is is that the girlfriend of yours where you were pressuring to have anal sex with her for so long, and she didn't want to? Yes, and now she's up for anal sex all the time, and I just don't know how to feel about that. You must reap the anal you, you sowed, DM. You must reap the anal you sowed. No, but I'm just... is this normal? What's wrong with me? And I mean, it's really dirty, isn't it? A bit a bit filthy, unnatural. Hey, God put a hole there. God put a hole in a deaf woman too. And he didn't want me to go there. Look, DM, as long as you're sensitive about it, and as long as you both want it, and you're careful and hygienic, and you're both adults making informed decisions, happy with all the details... You really want to make sure they're comfortable too. I find it's best not to just ram right in the second you get permission. You want to preem the bunhole first. Preen? Yes, you know, with the head of the penis or even with a finger. A finger can be a more comfortable introduction. Yeah, start with circles around the bunhole and then, first of all, just put the tip of your finger in. Make just... sure you've cut your, uh, your nails recently. Yeah, you don't want any scratches. Then soon enough you can go the whole finger. Anal... Fingering? I call it the finger bugger. The finger bugger? I always finger bugger someone before I bugger them. It's simple politeness. It's a demonstration of courteousness to slip the finger in first. Hmm, just make sure they're relaxed. A whole finger? But then my finger is going to smell so bad. And it'll be like that all day no matter how many times I scrub. You want to ride the brown ferry? You have to pay the boatman DM. Yes, care about your partner. 
maybe you haven't been, and that's why she's you feel a bit guilty about oh, but, it. But then, not only do I have guilt on my conscience afterwards, I also have the smell of their rectum on my hand all day whenever I eat a sandwich. There will be reminding me of my own iniquity, like the beating heart under the floorboards in an Edgar Allan Poe short story. Come to think of it, perhaps that's what Edgar Allan Poe was allegorically writing about. The natural guilt a sodomizer feels after an anal bang and finger bugger. Ah, oh, DM, you're being so Victorian, such a prude. We live in the modern day. If both of you think it's cool, just run with it. I'm not sure I do think it's cool. Gosh, but how do you say I want anal sex in Auslan? Um, like this. That's a come-hither finger movement. Yeah, you're motioning seductively with your index finger, otherwise making a palm upwards fist. Gosh, Clutterbuck, it's no wonder you're having trouble. I mean, in the Bible they say sodomy is bad. They have that whole bit in there with Sodom and Gomorrah, the cities get razed to the ground, Lot's wife gets turned into a pillar of salt just for looking back at Sodom with curiosity. You know... I mean, so what if you're flipping through, you know, you're at a hotel and you're just flipping through the pay channel and you happen to see a bit of man-on-man sodomy, and you watch out of curiosity for 15 seconds, are you going to get turned into a pillar of salt? I mean, what are they saying there? I mean, why did the pain... Why did the Bible think anal sex was so bad? There must have been some reason. Yeah, because those were primitive times. They didn't know as much about sexual health as we do. Plus, they had no condoms back then, so everyone got shitcock. Shitcock? Yeah, without a condom. You know, sometimes, very rarely, the end of your cock could get a bit shitty. Even in the best case scenario, a bit of brown gets scrubbed loose. You're rubbing back and forth pretty fast down there. But you don't need to worry about any of that with a condom. You just reach down afterwards and pull the rubber off. And out of politeness, you don't look down while you're doing it. Just in case a bit of your partner's shit is there. Yeah, it's basic etiquette. Decorum. The shit is the elephant in the room. The shitty elephant. It's best to just both pretend it's not there so you don't hurt your partner's feelings. So back then, in Old Testament times, when people didn't have advanced medical techniques allowing shitcock avoidance, it was probably best just to have a blanket ban on anal. Don't do it, the elders said, because I'm sick of people coming to me with shitcock. I'm sick of seeing that. Because, you know, the elders in those days sometimes had to act as doctors as well. Until you guys learn how to have good anal, I'm just going to tell you all it's better not to do it. Moses, write that down in the book right there. But put it in a compelling story so people remember. Fungi, mushrooms, you could get all sorts of things from sticking an unprotected cock in just any old bumhole. But these days we have advanced shitcock precautions. Hell, protection is so good nowadays you could pretty much stick your dick in a rotting cow and come away scot-free. I guess. Buck up, DM. What modern man feels guilty about anal? Sounds like your girl is quite the sexual athlete. Mm, I guess. Oh, though, DM... If you want to be a father, you're going to have to take off that condom sometimes and stick it in her other place. You could, you know, stick it in the anus and just let the remnants of your passion dribble down into the appropriate place. And have a shitty son? And have a shitty son. No, I don't want a baby. I don't like babies. Well, that's not true. I have a complex relationship with babies. Yes, it'd be like Israel and Palestine. I hate seeing babies. I hate hearing friends talking about their babies. I hate going to the shopping centre like four o'clock when everyone goes with their babies and small children. I just don't like any of them. I don't want my own. I'd be quite happy if no one had any babies. And you know, in a generation, the whole human race would be gone and silence would reign in the universe forevermore. And yet, because I am a moron who fancies himself creative, like every other hopeless moron who fancies himself creative out there and who will never amount to anything, I desperately hope that one day I would do something meaningful 
For example, write something meaningful that will linger on after my death. And for it to continue to be important after I pass away, for it to last down the ages, it would have to be read by somebody, by future generations. And that means babies are a necessity. Babies would have to exist so they could learn to read and appreciate my legacy. That's, that's the point of babies. So my dreams actually, they require babies, even though I look at young people and think they have no class culture or idea about anything. But I looked at my peers growing up and thought they had no class culture or idea about anything. I suppose you could call me antisocial. But I like the idea of people of future generations, you know, as one of the chemical ingredients required for the future I want to come into existence. You could have a shitty daughter. I don't want a shitty daughter. Then she just grow up and let some asshole finger bugger her. I'm going to miss so much. I'm going to miss so much if I have to go to jail. I'm going to miss these walls, this table, this this light fitting. Clutterbuck, you don't even live here. You just never leave. I'll miss the internet. There's no internet in jail. I'll miss video games. What means of entertaining myself do I have that I would actually be allowed to do in jail? I hate exercise. I really don't like reading. Jeez, I hope the misunderstanding between me and this girl can be solved at the mediation. This is John Reese davis and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell like a dirty girl's pants. Why would I hate a dirty girl's pants? <laughs> You've got the wrong dwarf there, laddie. You see, the thing about kids is they force everyone to lie. Say, you have a kid, and another kid's dad comes over because your kid is friends with, you know, his kid, his son. And maybe, you know, you hate that other kid, but you have to pretend he's the best thing in the world because the dad thinks he's the best thing in the world, you know? Or your friends who have kids go on and on and on and on about their kid. You can never just see your friends anymore, of course. You have to see them and their kid. Suddenly there is this extra element in the friendship. And you can't possibly act like the kid isn't the best thing in the universe, so you have to lie. People just can't take bad stuff being said about their kid. Ugh. So everyone just lies. And everyone knows everyone is lying. And everyone knows parents are being unreasonable. And that's just the way it is. And that's just the way it is. The kid screams, Oh, how lovely! The kid says some gibberish, Oh, your kid is so clever! Did you hear my kid say cow? No, I just heard... <laughs> but I, of course, I, I don't tell them that. I say, oh, yes. <laughs> Cow. He's a regular Mozart. What a, what, a, what a genius. Yeah, I have friends like that. We used to play poker all the time. We used to drink. Then a kid came along. All that ended. But the kid died last week. I guess that means that impediment is gone. I'd like to ask them to play poker again. How long do you think is a good waiting time before I suggest drinking and poker? Um, three weeks. Death of a child, three weeks? Yes, well, if you'll be drinking, considering the tragic loss of their firstborn, they'll probably want to drink the pain away. Yeah, score for drinking the pain away. They might be sobbing about their kid, though. That's okay, I can lie. Oh, how sad. How sad we can play poker and slam shots again. Oh, boo-hoo. Is a dead kid like an ugly partner? How do you mean? You know, a few months after someone breaks up with an ugly partner, you can finally say, man, that boyfriend of yours was a dog. How long after a kid dies can you finally tell the parents their kid was annoying? I say straight away. It might ease the mourning process. Ooh, good thinking. You won't be so sad if you knew the kid you had was shit boring. And even the parents liking the kid is kind of a lie. I mean, all parents like their kids, right? All of them! 
So there has to be a trick somewhere, you know? I don't like everyone I meet, you know? I don't like every subgroup of people I meet. I don't like all secretaries. I don't like all midget Asian secretaries. And I know five, you know? Even if hot women wanted me, which has never happened, but let's imagine, I bet I wouldn't like all of them. That's just human nature. So why do all people like their kids? Irrationally. There's something sinister going on. I blame biology. You know, there's a rush of hormones, some oxytocin. You start thinking this kid that screams at you and expects you to clean up its shit and 18 years later to give it bond so it can move in with its drug dealer boyfriend is the best thing since sliced bread. But it's a lie. Nature has you brainwashed. Kids are pretty much the most unpleasant thing around, but we all have to lie and say through clenched teeth that they're great. Uh... Guys, I have to go to my mediation with the deaf girl who's accusing me of rape. Good luck. Now, Clutterbuck, before this matter goes to the courts, I'd like to see if you can mediate your problems with Alyssa the deaf girl. Okay. Well, I'd like that, Mr. Mediator, sir. It was all a simple misunderstanding, and I really, really don't want to go to jail. Great. Now, Alyssa the deaf girl, can you tell Clutterbuck what your problem is? I understand, Alyssa, but, but I really, I really didn't want to hurt you. Clutterbuck, make sure you sign when you talk. Oh, right. Sorry, Alyssa. I, I really didn't want to hurt you. I, I, I thought you wanted to have sex with me. I, I understand, but I got some mixed singles. Auslan's sign language is really confusing. Don't you agree? Well, that's a that's a very interesting point. But well, well, that that's that's very moving. I understand your plan. I've never never quite heard it put like that before. Now, but seriously, Alyssa. Did did you want me to rape? I mean, did you want me to have sex with you? Did yes or no? <laughs> you see, mediator, she's nodding her head. No, Alyssa is Bulgarian. Wait, what does that mean? In Bulgaria, they shake their heads for yes and nod for no. Is that true, Alyssa? <laughs> ah, there you go. She shook her head. It's not true. Are you from Bulgaria, Alyssa? Because because you don't have an accent. <laughs> See, she she shook her head again. Yes, but Bulgarian. But she shook her head. Yes, but... Oh, this is so confusing. Was she being Bulgarian just then? Yes, she was being Bulgarian just then. She's always Bulgarian. Oh, my brain hurts. So, Alyssa, did you want to have sex with me? (coughs) She's nodding her head again and making the international hand gesture for licking a vagina. Which clearly means in Bulgarian and Aslan... That she did not want to have sex with you. Ah. Alyssa the Bulgarian deaf girl, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Can can you ever forgive me? I know. I know, but but honestly. Seventeen gold records, I think. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
No, no, no. The big pineapple. But if we can get back on topic. <laughs> What's that? You hate me? You hope I rot in hell forever? Well, that's terrible. Ah. Oh. Oh, you want to send me to SeaWorld on the Gold Coast? No, that's a sign for prison. Ah, what's a sign for SeaWorld on the Gold Coast? Uh, this, I think. Ah, that, that's like a little dolphin. That, that's clever. What, what, you want to send me to prison? No! <coughs> you kiss your mother with those hands? <coughs> mm, so, that's, that's what happened. The worst part is, for a second, I thought I was going to SeaWorld, and I really wanted to go to SeaWorld. It was like a double letdown. Hey, guys, I'd like to introduce you to my GF. Oh, hello. Hey. <laughs> Party girl. <laughs> hello. Um, please, take a seat, uh, just like the DM. Hey, is this the one who... Hey, DM... Why are they looking at me like that? Oh, no reason, but this is great! Usually, I'm too scared to introduce my girlfriend to my friends. But here we are, introducing. Oh, we're introducing. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. <laughs> Some buts. A few buts. DMs, GF, would you like a chocolate surprise? What's a chocolate surprise? Oh, we thought you'd know that. It looks like a regular muffin, but there's special chocolate surprise inside. I made them myself. Oh, that's very clever. Oh, look at these wee things. Yeah, I hope the guys in prison appreciate my baking skills. Oh? What are you going for prison for? I accidentally raped a deaf uh, Bulgarian. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I've got some food too. Would you like a toad in the hole? <laughs> <laughs> guys, I told you my, my penis is not a toad. What are they talking about, DM? Nothing. Ignore them. They're happy to meet you. You haven't introduced us, DM. DMs, GF, do you know who I am? Oh, I, I think so. The DM has told me all his friends' names, so I'll take a stab in the dark. Just like the DM. <laughs> Tim, isn't it? And Wilma and Clutterbuck. The DM talks about you a lot. To tell you the truth, I feel a bit awkward in social situations. Perhaps I can break the ice by reciting my favourite poem. <clears throat> His knife, see rustic, labour dicht, and could you up we ready slicht, trenching your gushing entrails bricht, like ony dicht, and then, oh, what a glorious sicht, warm, reekin' rich. Then, horn for horn, they stretchin' and strive, dale tuck, the hindmast only drive till their wheels walled kites belive are bent like drums. Then old guildman mice like to rive. Then thank it, Holmes. Is there that or the his French ragout or oil that wad soar to sow? The or fricas wad make her spew we perfect schooner looks down we sneering scornful view. On sick a dinner? Uh, what? W what poem is that? Addressed to a haggis by Rabbi Burns. Oh. Did you hear verse four? Horn for horn, they stretch and strive. I bet the DM does. In his girlfriend's anus. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners out there, 
Are you responsible for any uh, hideous sexual couplings with your partner? Why not? Or have you been partnered with in a hideous way? Why not call in now and tell us all about your wicked impulses uh, and doings? Uh, all you need to do is dial 8313-5000 uh, and we'll be back with you after the musical break. You are listening to the Role Playing Hour on Radio Adelaide, Digital Radio and online and 101.5 FM. Uh, the Role Playing Hour can be emailed during the week at theroleplayinghour at hotmail.com. We're on Facebook. It's like, I don't know, facebook.com backslash theroleplayinghour, something like that. R-O-L-E. Uh, and, you know, there's Reverb Nation clips and all sorts of things like that. But, yeah, uh, so right now you might want to call in 83135000. We'll be right back with you after this musical break. This is Jewel State, and I hate the role-playing hour because I caught them with a complete Firefly DVD box set betwixt their nethers. Not shiny, guys. Not shiny at all. That's too bad we had to fade down that last song. That's by a young man, probably not so young anymore. Uh, it's called Leif Volebeck from Canada. He has a very nice beard. He's a very nice man. I don't think he ever comes to Australia, but if you're in Europe, you can see him tour. He, can, he probably has sites online if you like more of his stylings. Uh, so, no one calling in about their sexual deviancy. There was some... Uh, off-air conversations about sexual deviancy, which unfortunately I don't think can be recreated outside of the moment. <laughs> but so we'll just have to... Oh, well. Um, it could always be recreated. Mm. You know, it might turn out funnier. Well, yeah, Jim oh. was doing some boasting, I believe. <laughs> what was happening? <laughs> Talking about the, uh, gay, the gay sexual community of South Australia? Uh, yes, the gay community in Adelaide. It was is... only compliments. <laughs> yeah, sure. Compliments. It was a. It's, it's quite a small community. Small. Pretty much everyone's either slept with someone, everyone, or knows. Well, basically, everyone slept with everybody. Do we have to be careful what you say? Is there going to be like an angry mob out the front, you know, with pitchforks of gay... A very small angry mob. They're more likely going to have like rainbow flags and, I don't know, glitter bombs. Uh, glitter bombs aren't that bad. And uh, asking know. why Jim didn't call back. You said you were going to call back. Why didn't you? You're such a sexual deviant. That's not true. <laughs> Who have you been talking to? Uh, hmm. Uh, before returning to that topic, we'll get the business out of the way. Oh, what's that role-playing hour, Dancing Bear? You had a message for me. Uh, was it, was it heartwarming? <laughs> yes, it was heartwarming. If you subscribe to Radio Adelaide, you could win double passes to shows and meal vouchers at the Gov, valued at $600. They have some good shows there, so that could be pretty good. How do I potentially win this prize, you ask? Well, you just subscribe to Radio Adelaide, $52 a year or $26 concession. Dial 83135000 during business hours and talk to the Gestapo man or lady at the front desk. Or uh, look for Radio Adelaide online and click links to subscribe. If you subscribe... Uh, and mention the role-playing hour, you will automatically get the role-playing hour prize, which is, um, you might know there's a program called Roundabout, which caters to the over-60s crowd. Roundabout. During the day, we will attempt to scalp a member from Roundabout and uh, send you our pluckings. So um, that could be... Yeah, and you, So you definitely get a prize from us, so that's pretty good. Um, yeah, you know, and you can support radio that talks about sexual deviancy and 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 gives voice to the deaf community of South Australia which is so that's my, maybe what you want to do so uh, is there any other business we have I don't know any business you've uh, got business 
I got nothing. We know about Clutterbuck's sexual deviancy because oh, well, he, my, ra- he raped a Bulgarian deaf girl. Mine's pretty simple besides that. Like, when I was young, mm-hmm. I used to uh, just, it was kind of neat just to, to, to rub my erection against the, like a rug. Uh-huh. Once I did it too much and I got rug burn on my penis. Uh. Yeah. I was about 11, mm-hmm. so you know. Was it a Persian rug? Do you have a thing for Orientals? Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. It had weird symbols on it, and afterwards uh-huh. it was just gone. Yeah. Mm. Did you call it your magic carpet ride? Yeah, that's a good idea. To Aladdin's cave. <laughs> Maybe it was a, a doona filled with, like, I don't know, duck down. Duck down, yeah. <laughs> it was all duck down. That's where it all began. It began there, yes. Uh, and Wilma, I'm, I'm sure you're a Puritan. Of course, but uh, there was one time when I got to... Penis burn on my rug. Ah. Oh. <laughs> this is Corin Nimick. Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them cancelled faster than you can say synchronized swatches. Ah, seriously. You're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick? You think this is funny? You guys are complete fu- Oh, I do want to say that this next one is by another y- lovely young lady. You can't buy her CD. You can't find her anywhere because she's a beautiful person, but she doesn't have the confidence. She's called Annavala Olaf's Listen to the lovely voice.
DB Magazine is Adelaide's independent alternative, filled to the gills with interviews, gig and CD reviews, theatre, cinema, giveaways, books, games and visual arts, as well as the most comprehensive guide to what's on around the city. It's off the presses and into your hearts every second Wednesday and it's all free. DB Magazine, proud to support Radio Adelaide, as alternative as you are. Love live music? Love great food? Yeah! Love the gov? Yeah! Subscribe or renew your subscription to Radio Adelaide this month and you could win $400 worth of double passes to your favourite live gigs at the gov. Plus, $200 to spend on the gov's scrumptious, mouth-watering menu of food and drinks. Check out the full menu and gig guide at thegov.com.au. Subscription to Radio Adelaide costs just $52 or 26 concessions. So, call us today on 8313-5000 and support the radio you love. In 1972, millionaire industrialist Keith Conlon was tasked by Queen Victoria with founding a community radio station for the people. Using the wealth he had gained from raiding King Solomon's mines, the most honourable Marquis of Conlon built Radio Adelaide entirely out of iron with the help of engineer Isambard Kingdom Brunel. The use of coal and steam enabled broadcasters to send radio waves through the luminiferous ether straight into people's homes for the first time. Thus, the foggy streets of Adelaide were livened up with all the antics of community radio, and now Victorian entertainments such as dancing bears, bear baiting, and the setting of bears on fire for general amusement can be broadcast live and enjoyed in the comforts of one's own horse-drawn carriage. Radio Adelaide was the first to break the story of Jack the Ripper, and indeed, the inaugural subscriber prize was a piece of slain prostitute's womb which the killer had sent in to taunt the media. Jane Austen also got her first break on Radio Adelaide, interviewing local rock and roll celebrities and advising her audience on how to practice safe sex whilst lying back and thinking of England. Always a trailblazer for equal rights, Radio Adelaide was the first station to feature an unmarried man kissing an exposed table leg live on air. Queen Victoria made Keith Conlon a baronet for his successes. All this happened 40 years ago. Happy birthday, Radio Adelaide. Mr. Clutterbuck, it is time to enter the courthouse and face justice. Please, please, I don't want to go to jail. Mr. Clutterbuck. Please, just let me talk to the Bulgarian deaf girl I raped. That's not allowed, Clutterbuck. You can't go near the victim. I don't need to go near her. I can sign from over here. Alyssa, please talk to me. Listen to what I have to say. I know, Alyssa, I know. What I did was terrible, but it was an accident. The Auslan signs for yes and no are really confusing. It was an innocent mistake. I... I... I honestly feel feel terrible about the whole thing. But, but, but you believe me just a bit? I can see by the way you're shaking your head, which in Bulgarian means yes, you do. I know. I can I can never take back what I did. But I'll do whatever I, I, I can try to make up to you. And what is in my power to make you feel better. It was a completely accidental rape. She's frowning. Are frowns upside down smiles in Bulgarian? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Please, Alyssa, I only want what's best for you. Can you ever forgive me? She's shaking her head and trying to scratch an imaginary rapist's eyes out. That's classic Auslan acceptance. Clutterbuck, I think this is a breakthrough. My client and I may not have to see you in court. Oh, let me hug you, Alyssa. 
I'm so happy I could sing. Please sing with me. Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? Just like me, they long to be close to you. Might I just say, sir, I couldn't help but see your signing there. I thought it was quite beautiful. Oh, thanks. And um, uh, who are you? Why, I'm the man who invented Auslan. Oh, what? Oh, my nose! Why did you... You had that coming, buddy. You realise that by punching me in the nose, you just declared in sign language that you want to be butt-fucked. Oh, fucking Auslan. <laughs> so, that's what happened. She finally listened to my side. I'm in the clear. We're having hot cocoa on Friday. And then we're going to go see her favourite band. Well, that's just lovely, Clutterbuck. Now, honey, I want you to come and meet my friends again. Oh, but why? It was so awkward last time. But they're my friends, and they're important to me, and you're my girlfriend, my my best friend, and you're the most important to me. I want you all to get along. Oh, that's so sweet. So we'll just go through the door and show them that you're here and... Wait, what are they saying? So, did you meet the DM's girlfriend the other day? Yeah, what a dog. No wonder she takes it in the arse. It's probably the only way she can get a man. I think she had a moustache. Did you see her shoes? What decade does she think we're in? The noughties? I wonder what she cries out while the DM's banging her in the arsehole. I know what the DM cries out. Turn off the light. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably why he does her in the poop shoot, so he doesn't have to look at her face. Totally. Maybe she has a hot friend and the DM is just using her to get to her friend. That's the only thing that would make sense. (sighs) Eh... They're both ugly little jerks. They deserve each other. I think she had food on her jumper. Did you see that? What was that perfume? Vanilla? Who over 14 wears vanilla perfume? And she has that stupid Scottish voice. Oh, hey, laddie. She sounds like a Neanderthal. When he's asking for anal sex, I wonder if he says, Beam me up, Scotty. Captain, I cannot give it anymore. I've given it all I've got. She looked like she'd been eating nothing but deep-fried Mars bars with her fatty, greasy skin. She did kind of have pig eyes. Did you see her pig eyes? Miss Piggy, I wonder when the DM's going to dump her. Soon, I hope. I can't wait. DM, I... Come on, no. Let's go. It's no use meeting those guys. I, I don't want you to feel bad about what they said. It's... It's so hard not to. But what do they know? They don't know you. They're just arrogant jerks who... There are so many horrible people in the world. So many people pretend to be friends. So many people lie to each other. So many people cheat on each other. So many people say horrible things behind each other's backs. The world's an awful place. I mean, think about it. You know, there are people in Syria dying right now just because they want to be free. Their government that's supposed to support and protect them is trying to kill them. How, 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 how terrible is that? That's the world we live in. You know, it's blind luck we happen to grow up in a country where that's not happening. Human beings everywhere, they can be nasty creatures. All this strife, all this bad feeling. And, and yet, there is us. And we care for each other and we trust each other. And you... You're my best friend. How how lucky are we, you know? Screw the rest of the world. Yes. And 
So what if we have anal sex sometimes? Who is the rest of the world to judge? What is that compared to the way people usually treat each other? I guess. I guess you're right. You know, it's times like this I want to recite my favourite poem. Poor devil, see him wash o'er his trash, as feckless as the withered rash. His spindle shank, his gee which whiplash, his knave knit, through bloody flood or field to dash. Oh, how unfit! But mark the rustic haggis fed, the trembling earth resounds his tread. Trap in his wally knave a blade, he'll make it whistle, and legs and arms and heads will send like traps and trissel. Ye powers what make ye behind your care, and dish him out, O bill of fare. All Scotland wants me sink and wear, that drops in me luggies. But in, if ye wish me grateful prayer, dear your haggis. <clears throat> what, uh, uh, what, what poem is that again? Addressed to Haggis by Robbie Burns. Right. A haggis may not be much, and people might make jokes about it, but, you know, a whole nation celebrates the haggis, and Robbie Burns wrote a poem about it, and he's famous, and despite the jokes and what everyone says, haggis is my favourite. Ah, and you're my favourite too, GF. You're right. Why should I feel guilty about a little shitcock? A little what cock? Never mind, GF, never mind. You never have to trouble yourself with that.